Governments across the world have been considering taxing the megabucks profits of energy companies, and some of them have even tried it. Windfall taxes, though, are a relatively rare thing, so how might they work here? Let me explain. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. Hello and welcome to the Let Me Explain podcast with myself, Sean Defoe. This is my first week back in the saddle after a week of holidays followed by a week of COVID in which we put out two Here's One I Made Earlier episodes on cryptocurrency and ECB rate hikes and you can check those out now by scrolling back in your feed. But in the meantime, while I was gone, we went from the Let Me Explain podcast with Sean Defoe to the award-nominated Let Me Explain podcast with Sean Defoe. The show has been shortlisted for Podcast of the Year at the Imro Radio Awards alongside uh, some illustrious company. Frank Graney's wonderful Inside the Crime, also of the News Talk Parish, has also been nominated, which means a double nomination for our wonderful and literal sound guy, Lachlan Hart, who works on both shows and clearly does a fantastic job. So... Thank you to everyone who listens in. Really appreciate it. Thanks to Lachlan and to John Kill, my editor, who both put in mammoth work to get the podcast up and running and to get nominated for an IMRO award in particular after just a few months after starting the show. It, uh, it feels pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. It feels pretty good. Something else that would feel pretty good is taxing the hell out of energy companies making bonanza profits. So how can we do it? That's this week's award nominated. Let me explain. Talk about tax often seems pretty boring, pretty bland. You sit down next to someone in the pub and they start talking about tax and you'd go, oh, Jesus Christ, get me away from this guy. But it does become kind of emotional very quickly, surprisingly, because usually when we're talking about tax, we're talking about somebody taking our hard-earned money away from us. The USC, for example, fairly roundly hated as a tax, which we were promised would only be temporary and, of course, is now going nowhere. Or talk of cutting how much someone can inherit tax-free, particularly emotional if you're inheriting the family home, say, after a parent has died and then the government comes looking for a big 33% chunk. No, thank you. But the idea of a windfall tax, a tax on the profit of energy companies, That's about as close as you're going to get to a feel-good tax in the budget. We've all seen dozens of increases in prices from the energy companies that have then been passed on to us. I know my summer electricity bill looks an awful lot like what my winter electricity bill looked like, and I'm now somewhat concerned about what things are going to cost once we actually switch on the heat and the lights. So the idea of taxing those companies on their profits and seeing that money given back to consumers... That sounds pretty good, but will it work in Ireland? Well, maybe. Let's first look at how they've done it in other countries. Liz Truss, the new British Prime Minister, she's actually opposed to continuing windfall taxes that her government previously brought in. I am against a windfall tax. I believe it is the wrong thing to be putting companies off investing in the United Kingdom just when we need to be growing the economy. The UK windfall tax applies to the profit of companies extracting oil and gas, but not to nuclear or wind, and it's charged at a rate of 25%. But those companies can claim tax back worth 91p for every pound that they reinvest in fossil fuel extraction in the UK. Now, the idea behind that is to encourage them to produce more energy to get over this current shortage and the shortage of supply that's being shut off from Russia by doing it locally, even if it's not sustainable energy. But it's not really a model that Ireland can follow because 
outside the carb gas field, we don't extract fossil fuels here. So you don't have all that much to tax. Spain and Italy have gone down the route of a windfall tax worth 25% on the profit of energy companies more generally, but Professor Lisa Ryan of the UCD Energy Institute says, well, they've had mixed results. Well, it hasn't worked that well initially, to be honest. They tried to put in a tax retrospectively, in other words, on the profits that were already made, and I understand it turned out that the companies are just not paying it. Um, in Spain, they've had to rework it because they couldn't, it turned out that there were so many loopholes that they couldn't actually, there weren't that many companies that were ending up that were going to have to pay it. So it, it, it is being debased a lot, and the one, the UK version, they are just taxing oil and gas extraction, so the kind of, you know, they have that industry there, so they're going to raise five billion through that. But we don't have that industry here, so, you know, there's no point in doing it. So it, it, it isn't turning out to be that simple. And, and the other problem in Ireland as well is that many of the companies that are energy companies, they're not Irish, you know, they're not headquartered in Ireland. So, you know, SSE Electricity is, you know, a British company, Port Gosh Energy is owned by Centrica. So it just, it, it, it will become quite complicated, I think, in terms of, and what do you define as windfall problems? Um, you know, what is what is considered hypernormal in the situation where you, you could argue from the gas company's perspective, for example, um, wholesale market prices have gone up ten, tenfold in the last year for, for future energy prices. That's what they're paying as well. So it is quite difficult to define exactly how much is excess profits and how much is just what the market is driving. And she's laid out some of the biggest problems there. I've spoken to a number of people in the departments of finance and energy about a windfall tax. And as of recording, two weeks out from the budget, there's still plenty of questions. How do you define who is benefiting unduly in order to tax them? What's the threshold the companies can earn before you consider it excess profits? Should the extractors of fossil fuels be treated differently? And if you did go down that route here, you would need some pretty serious examination from the Attorney General because it would be the state effectively going after one project in Corrib. Are you going to disincentivize green energy by taxing the profits of wind farms and solar and all that? And then, of course... Just how much money would this actually raise? The Department of Finance was actually pretty lukewarm on the idea a couple of months ago, and Pascal Donahue gave a few interviews saying as much, including one to Newstalk Breakfast. And part of the thinking was that the Greens in government would demand that renewable energy be exempted from a windfall tax. And when it became clear that that call actually wasn't going to come from the Department of the Environment, finance suddenly got a bit more interested because it means more money coming in. But there is still a question of how much. Dara Cassidy is the head of communications at the comparison website bonkers.ie and isn't convinced a windfall tax would actually raise all that much money. Um, It's not going to recoup a huge amount of money because we don't own or have a huge amount of gas and we have no oil and we have no coal. And I think people are under the misguided assumption that there are vast profits being made by Irish companies in Ireland that we can go after. And unfortunately, that's not the case. If you look at where the vast profits are being made, it's by the companies that are actually extracting the gas, the coal and the oil and they're doing it in other countries' territories. So Gazprom, the Russian giant, uh, is making a fortune at the moment. Good luck trying to get any money off Putin. Um, Shell, BP are also making record profits. But we can't really go after that money, certainly not at a national level. Now, maybe the EU could do something. Uh, That's not to say that there aren't maybe some profits along the energy supply chain that we could look at. 
But we need to be really realistic as to how much money that's actually going to get us. So I don't like the word windfall tax because I think that makes it sound like there is billions of euros or hundreds of millions of euro out there ready to be got. I prefer maybe the word solidarity tax. So maybe some of the companies, they could maybe stub up a little bit more because we as consumers are paying more. But what households and listeners really need to realise is that there's no magic bullets and um, it's not going to generate a huge amount of money. And just maybe just to put some figures on it. So since the start of last year, the average gas and electricity bill has gone up by around maybe 2,200 euro. There's around maybe two and a half million households in Ireland. Um, so two and a half million electricity customers and, you know, a few hundred thousand gas customers. If they were all to be compensated for that increase, you'd need to find around maybe five billion euro to pay out. So that's a lot of money. Now, if you think that last year... I think it was Bordgosh made a half-year profit of 40 million euro, which got a lot of people vexed because it had gone up a little bit. But Bordgosh made a profit of 40 million euro for a half a year. And you're actually looking at trying to find 5 billion euro. That's just the colossal difference that you're looking at. Dara also says there are quite a few suppliers who don't produce energy who are making very small profits or sometimes actually losses as evidenced by four providers leaving the market, Panda Power being the most recent. The Irish Independent last month estimated that a windfall tax would net the government about €100 million and that's absolutely not to be sniffed at. €100 million can go quite a long way. But as Dara said, that wouldn't even fund the €200 electricity credit being planned. Despite that, Tishuk Michal Martin confirmed to News Talk Breakfast Kira Kelly it is going to be a key part of the budget. The better way to de- deal with it is through government interventions to help people, uh, through sensible behaviour from, from the companies themselves, but also through um, uh, taxing any excess revenue that companies are making, uh, energy companies are making from this crisis. And that means either at European level an intervention in the market um, that would tax, essentially tax um, windfall profits based on this crisis and then bring that money back to, to give back so to consumers. So it's taxing renewables. Talking to people in the Department of Finance, in many ways they're hoping the headache around how you actually do this, how you actually impose a windfall tax will be taken out of their hands, specifically by the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen and her five-point plan. We will propose a cap on the revenues of companies that are producing electricity with low costs. The third measure is that the same goes, of course, for the unexpected profits of fossil fuel companies. We're, of course, well familiar with five-point plans in this country. Thank you, Enda Kenny. And part of the European Commission's plan is to impose a solidarity payment on oil and gas companies which have made bumper profits, with the money being funneled back to member states to pay for measures to ease the cost of living crisis. And this might be where actual progress is made, assuming, of course, it's actually mandatory and there's not a way for those big companies to actually wriggle out of paying this solidarity tax, if you like, in Europe. Though it's unlikely that this proposal is going to be ready in time for the budget here, much more money may actually be taken from the big players in Europe who don't operate in Ireland, which could then be funneled back through the European system and we get a bigger slice of the pie. As for the domestic plans, as of now, the government hasn't decided who the tax will apply to, how much it will be, how long it will last, or how much it will raise. 
So ultimately, while a windfall tax here would be a popular measure, it's unlikely to stump up the kind of cash that's going to be needed to really insulate people from energy costs this winter. Money the government will have to find elsewhere. Thanks for listening to Let Me Explain. Don't forget to hit subscribe and to share the episode far and wide. This episode was presented by myself, Sean Defoe, with the double award-nominated Lachlan Hart on sound. We will chat to you next week.